next time on the Harry Hall Football Home Companion. We'll talk about all kinds of things. We'll talk about what them players are doing. We'll talk about what them coaches are doing. And we'll talk about everything the fans really care about in the Redskins camp. All that and more on the next Harry Hall Football Home Companion. As always, feel free to write us in at redskinsfan at harryhallfootball.com. As John would say, that's H-A-R-R-Y hogfootball.com. Y'all keep on listening, and remember, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them. Take care now. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? Yo, yo, yo. What's up? We're definitely recording now. Um, it was a very eventful week for the Redskins. The uh, NFL schedule came out this week. We've got three primetime games. The first, the first of which against the Minnesota Vikings, the opening night for the uh, Monday Night Football, I believe, on um, ESPN. ESPN. And I know where I'll be. I'll be at FedEx Field. Absolutely. Yeah. Watching that purple turn into a bigger bruise. <laughs> In addition to that, um, Sean Taylor's trial date got pushed out, I believe, to the 17th. Mm-hmm. After he uh, denied a uh, plea, plea bargain. He denied a plea bargain. And I was talking to Aaron a little bit earlier this week about that. And I am 100% sure that he is uh, going to be acquitted on all charges now. Because why in the world would the, the prosecution, if they've got a total of 46 years possibly in prison that they've got holding over his head, why would they come to him with a plea bargain for just probation? Right. That's handy. They don't have any kind of case on this guy. I know. For him to say, yeah, for him to say, like, yeah, hey, dude, you know, I'm not going to do that because I'm innocent. Yeah. That's just saying, hey, you know, I mean, that, that just makes his case even stronger, I think. I think so too. Yeah, if they had any chance at all of convicting him, he would he would have taken that plea bargain. I know I would have. Just probation. Well, he didn't want to plead guilty to a felony. They wanted him to plead guilty to a felony and just get probation. He was like, no way, no. Huh? Apparently, these dudes that uh <laughs> that he had the altercation, the supposed alter- altercation with, or the alleged altercation with. Apparently, these dudes are uh. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of thugs. Cowboys fans? Yeah, maybe. Is a it bunch my- of thugs that all have records and keep getting arrested, and that was part of the reason they uh, tried to, they put in a motion the defense did to dismiss the case, which was rejected by the judge, but yeah, apparently these guys uh, are all kinds of thugs, and like one of them is involved trying to steal an ATV from somebody else, and drug charges, and gun charges, et cetera, et cetera, so. Was one of them named Michael Irvin? Anyway, um, hey, while we're talking about this, let's give a shout out to uh, one of our listeners, Jonathan Pratt, who is a who is a uh, born and raised in DC individual, but he is uh, currently matriculating at Brigham Young University out in beautiful scenic Utah. And he shares your name, John. And he does. He's the same first name, good name. He uh, 
was wondering about Sean Taylor's trial, and he also wanted to know if we knew anything about uh, Archuleta um, and his workout regimen. Apparently, the guy is like one of the biggest workout freaks in the NFL. Uh, I don't have any details on that, but I do know that the guy is just, <laughs> as Jonathan Pratt said in his email, the guy is a beast, and we are lucky to have him. I heard that he eats raw meat and eggs and listens to Baroque music standing on his head for at least three hours a day. <laughs> I also saw, I think, I'm pretty sure I was cruising around on the internet and thought I saw that he has a workout video. <laughs> no way. I th- Archuleta, yeah, the 20 minute ads with Archuleta. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Nice. I saw that. So no, that- I don't know, but I mean, if, if uh, dude, if Jonathan Pratt, if you know what he does, dude, tell us. No, he wanted us no, to find out. Yeah, dude. he wanted us to <laughs> do some research and let him know what's going on. Because he's busy, you know. He's in college. He's out there, uh, you know, out there doing classes and uh, out, in, out in Utah land. Out in Utah, out in Utah land. Well, I guess not Utah land because that would be the University of Utah. But it's, um, it's good yeah, thanks for email, dude. It. Thanks for email at the end. He said P.S. Hale. So that's always a good, definite sign of a true Redskins fan, right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll run into you at a game sometime. Thanks for the email. That's right. Um, yeah, thanks, dude. And also, um, while I'm thinking about it, before I forget, we signed, in addition to Archuleta, we also signed a cornerback, um, Kenny Wright. Kenny Wright from the, um, um, man, it's escaping my mind. He was with the Jaguars for a while. Jaguars, yeah. I've got all these tornadoes flying around my house, so they're kind of like preoccupying me. I think was it, he was picked by the Vikings, right? I mean, uh, like a yeah, third round pick or something like that. Originally from the Vikings, I think he said fourth round pick, yeah. And he played okay. Houston and Jacksonville. Um, forty seven starts in his career, so he'll be a decent he'll be a decent number three. Um which will probably end up relegating O no Jamo back to number four. Right. Alright. So um, not like whip on the ears or anything. Oh no, I think I think he'll be he'll be good. He'll good be good to have him there. We also re signed Demetri Evans, who I am very excited about because the man is really good at uh He's a good guy to plug in at different spots on the defensive line, which has definitely been something we've been lacking. Yeah, that's true. He was pretty solid there towards the end of the season last year. Yeah, he had a sack in the playoffs. Um, he had three sacks total. Um, and with you know the addition of Andre Carter on the defensive end position, Evans is going to be a great backup because he can play end and and tackle. That's great. Yeah, I want to go back to Archuleta. Um, I was looking at his stats, and I noticed he had like. In his career, he's got like 15 sacks. Oh, dude, he's a he's, but only, he's a hitter, man. You're gonna like this guy if you haven't seen him play much. He likes to hit. But he's only got two interceptions, which tells me that Greg Williams should be using him to come in there on the safety blitz a lot, man. Yeah, he's gonna fit in pretty well there. Yeah, pretty, uh, he's pretty, pretty explosive player. He has at, at kind of in the mold of uh, Brad Edwards. Yeah, at Arizona State, he was the uh, Pac-10. Um, Defensive player of the year, his senior year. Nice. Um, runner up for the, uh, what is it, the butt kiss award. <laughs> and, uh, he had, I think that season he had 11 tackles for a loss, which is pretty good for a safety. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. They must have been, been sending him a lot. Yeah, dude. Yep. So I'm another, excited, uh, another excited about that. that we had was uh, Chris Clemens, one of the Clemens brothers. Um, the Redskins, who is going to be competing for the vacancy left by Arrington leaving. I didn't bring him up, dude. I think it's a, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and be the one to bring him up this time around. <laughs> uh, but I think the 
that uh, Clemens is a good good holdover from last year. Good man to keep bringing back. He's pretty solid. I, I think um, he could do it, man. I think he could fill in, uh, you know, for Lavar and uh, I mean, being that being that slot and uh, be able to handle it. Yeah. Um, um, and speaking of Lavar, the latest on him is that he's going back to a check out with the Giants again. Um, so they've kind of been talking that he could not go to to New York. Yeah, I heard that he was back there talking with them, too, and I started thinking, what number is he going to wear if he goes there? Because they're not going to let him wear 56. That's true. Wouldn't that even be weirder to see him without a 56 on it? Yeah. Yeah. It would be weird seeing him whatever colors he's in, even if it's... Maybe, you know, maybe that's the hold-up and then finding him, dude. Maybe that's the hold-up. Yeah. He's like, I want to wear my 56. They're like, no, you can't. And he's like, well, I'm not coming. <laughs> No, but, as long as he does, I'd much rather see him go down and wear like burgundy and I mean, uh, you know, teal and orange and teal than teal or teal and black. One of those Florida <laughs> teal colored teams. Yeah, I'd rather see him in teal personally because that means we don't have to play him twice a year. Yeah, right. really. Uh, another Redskins note: um, Keith Raybach apparently hurt himself uh, dip- dipping out on an ATV over the weekend, got a deep cut in his leg, and he's going to be in a cast from it for. Dude, what is it with the Redskins and ATVs? Man, they need to. The Redskins need to have a rule like no ATV use at all for any player who has a contract. Yeah, absolutely. This needs to stay away from ATVs. They're bad. Yeah, look at all the trouble they get into because of ATVs. (laughs) They need to be under close surveillance by the Civil Air Patrol with ATVs, man. (laughs) Civil Air Patrol. (laughs) Aaron, are you a full-fledged member of the Civil Air Patrol now? No, I'm not. But I am a full-fledged member of the um, AOPA. Of uh, perverted as uh, <laughs> no airplane airplane owners and pilots association. Oh 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 okay. Oh yeah yeah that one okay that's cool. I was thinking of the other one. They sent me like a free bag and everything. It was cool. Nice dude. Excellent. So you can you can like store stuff in your bag and then like you can fly around in Redskins nineteen. Yeah exactly. <laughs> you can uh, you can uh, put some like orange and. Or a burgundy and gold paint in that thing and fly over to Texas Stadium and drop something through the hole. <laughs> drop, anyway. Drop bags of flour and let them, you know, explode all over the field. Anyway, dude, let's talk about the, uh, <laughs> the schedule. I'm thinking, I don't, I haven't really talked to you guys about it, but with my season tickets, I'm thinking I might have to make it to at least four games this year. Sell the rest. Because you're going to an away game too, right? I will be. With some uh, live podcasts from the RCA Dome, so it'll be nice and warm and dry in there. October twenty second, when the that's Reds. My, that's my anniversary, by the way. I'll be in Vegas that weekend. Hey, far out. When the Redskins totally stomp the Indianapolis Colts. Sunday the twenty second of October. And cry. Yeah, let's talk about the schedule some more. So we got a uh, once again we got a uh, week two matchup at Dallas. It's going to be a Sunday night game. Right. That's going to be like an instant replay of last year, except we'll get our points earlier in the game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we, there won't be these miraculous passes, you know, for Brunel to Santana off. I think we're going to be a little more poised for uh, having stuff on the board. Yeah, and we're going to get to uh, see firsthand T.O. in his his, uh, his new uniform with that beautiful star on it that all the fans seem to think is okay now. Aaron, as you were talking about a couple of podcasts before about how some of those Dallas fans are like, well, man, I was mad when he stopped on a star, but I guess I thought it was kind of funny. I heard one of those guys on uh, Fox Sports Radio the other day saying the same thing. 
Yeah. Those are some classy fans, man. Speaking of, on uh, on NFL Serious Radio the other day, I heard a Redskins fan calling up, and he was saying how happy he was that T.O. was going to Dallas because it's going to be funny to see them go down like the Titanic. I'll be there. I'll be at the Eagles game and, of course, the Dallas game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Dallas game is on uh, November the 5th, and it's the week after the five, so we're going to have two weeks to rest up. Yeah. You know what, though? It seems kind of like uh, the season this year. It doesn't seem like, I mean, just thinking of the teams and how they performed last year, it is that difficult of a schedule for us. Well, I think that the Giants are going to be pretty good this year. Yeah, those two, but... Jacksonville was in the playoffs, Indianapolis was in the playoffs, Tampa Bay, Carolina. Yeah, um, I think Rockland I'm just hyped. I'm just hyped after the free agency, man, and kind of looking at what we've, what we've built, you know, what we're going to be, and kind of thinking, you know? I mean, we got the, uh, the, the Christmas morning grins from free agency. Yeah, but a lot of these teams are going to have, like, the Eagles will probably get a running back in the first round. Yeah, I'm um, thinking they probably will, too. I think the draft is going to be pretty boring for us, because we don't have that many picks. Yeah, but the other teams Where do. Where do you think uh, uh, Matt Leiter is going to go? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. He's got to get think, picked first or second. I think he's going to end up with the Jets. You think so? I think so. I'm thinking he's going to end up with the Jets. They were saying they on the radio that they think Brickashaw is going to be going to New Orleans. Brickashaw, Ferguson, man. I hope he doesn't go to New Orleans. That would stink. Um, go to a good team like the Redskins, except for that's one spot we really don't need to fill. We need a kicker. Those guys who don't know who he is, Brickshaw Ferguson, out of Virginia, offensive lineman. He's good. You're going to remember that name. We should be able to pick up Connor Hughes in like the third round. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking he'd drop even further. Because you know how long it takes for people to get place kickers. We need one, dude. Oh, dude, the young your favorite dude's coming back to back up Clinton Portis, John. Who's that? Jonathan Combs. Jonathan Combs. I saw that he and some other players have the, uh, have speaking of Jonathan Combs and favorite players of ours, because <laughs> that's your favorite player, by the way, Aaron, dude. Um, my favorite player, A. Brown, is, uh, amongst the five play- five of the eight players who, uh, were allocated to NFL Europe that did not go. Um, four of them back because of injury. Uh, three of them are playing, and for some reason, I read it on Redskins.com that, uh, well, 
for some reason, A. Brown just didn't go, but they didn't elaborate as to why he did not go to NFL Europe. Who didn't go? A. Brown did not go. We only had three players out of the eight total go. Four guys had medical waivers, like they were injured, so they didn't go, including Aaron's favorite player, Jonathan Combs. Well, dude, that's what I was saying. Remember a few podcasts ago, I was like, I can't find A. Brown on any of the rosters. Absolutely. And I was like, he must have been cut. Yeah. yeah I was Where like, did he go? I guess he just didn't go. And they didn't, they didn't, uh, they didn't say why he wasn't there. I don't know why. Oh. Um, Interesting. I know why A. Brown didn't go, dude. I read it in the, uh, yeah. He was like. NFL Europe update. Um, and speaking of kickers, because that reminded me of that, we've got a kicker named Tyler Jones over there with Hamburg, the Hamburg City Devils. Yeah. Seems to be doing decent, so I guess he'll be in competition. Um, so yeah, the three players we got over there, kicker Tyler Jones, wide receiver Richard Smith with Hamburg, and, uh, Eric, A-R-I-C Williams, who's a defensive back with the Cologne Centurion. Um, the other guys, um, Jonathan Combs, Stephen Harris, Aki Jones, who played with uh, Redskins a little bit this year, and Kalen Powell. You um, mean, you mean Colin Powell, dude. Colin Powell. He used to be the Joint Colin Chiefs Powell? of Staff. Colin Powell. Yeah, Colin yeah. Powell. So, so that's all I'm going to... Um, so, A. Brown, yeah, he just did, it's just that he will not play in NFL Europe. I don't know. Well, anyway, dude, I got some information about that. Yeah? The reason he didn't play is he was like, man, didn't y'all see me? I returned that one kick for a touchdown against Arizona. I don't mean need to be going to no NFL Europe. You know that one time. That I blew. One time. You remember that one time that I blew you a kiss? Remember that one time every game when I fumble or almost fumble a kickoff? Because I don't call a fair catch, and then when there's no one around me within thirty yards, I call for a fair catch. You know when there's a dude two yards in front of me and I don't call for a fair catch? Yeah. Hey Brown. Anyway, um, hey, I think we've Brown. Much covered all the Redskins for this week. Who's gonna, who's gonna get cut? Who, who are we gonna cut before the uh, draft? Taylor Jacobs. Taylor Other Jacobs. Taylor Jacobs. Hey, Brown. Probably someone we really like, like Thrash. What do you think about James Thrash? I mean, do you think we're gonna see him back? I mean, do you think, I think we're gonna? Well, I think we're definitely gonna see him back. I think he's gonna be. Uh, I think you know he's actually probably gonna prolong his career. Uh, focusing primarily on special teams since we have right. wide receivers, good wide receivers out there now because he's, you know, he's a great special teamer. Uh, yep. Just wasn't able to, to really get it done on the field. And, you know, we got four wide receivers that are capable of starting at this point that yeah. are definitely ahead of him on the charts. So. Yeah, I think we're going to see Randall L a bunch on special teams. I would expect that. I expect to see him returning kicks or punts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a new segment that I wanted to bring up too, real quick. Our, it's called the Random Redskins of the Redskin of the Week. All right, sounds good. John, I'll give you a hint of who this one is. I'm gonna bring him up. The first one. He is, wore number 74 back in the 80s. Defensive end. Um, initials were MK. Dude, I know who it is. John, do you know? Go for it. 74. Mike Koch. <laughs> Close. <laughs> what? <laughs> Marcus. What? what is it? What is it? Mar- Marcus. Koch. It's K-O-T-H, right? Yeah, K-O-T-H. Koch. Marcus Koch. The random redskin, the random redskin of the week. Random redskin of the week, Marcus Koch. Yeah, I did that because I was, uh, watching the, uh, the DVDs that came out recently of the Redskins Super Bowl collection. 
and watch it through that and remember some of the players. And incidentally, this is, uh, speaking of the players from Teams Past, this is episode number 27, the Brad Edwards Memorial episode. <laughs> dude, we mentioned Brad Edwards already in this podcast. We did, we did. He's number 26, dude. <laughs> Wait, that was Danny, that was Danny, dude, that was Danny Copeland. <laughs> Danny Copeland was right. 26. Looking ahead to next week, is it, next week is going to be a big, big uh, episode for us, or the, the Daryl Green episode. Yeah. Can we get a random, uh, before we move on to that, can we get a random Redskin of the Week picture of Marcus Koch up on the website? I'm sure I can arrange that if I feel like it. <laughs> I'll have to maybe, scan maybe one his, Maybe his, like, Topps card or something from the 80s. I think I can handle that because I've got it sitting here in a frame right now. Because <laughs> if you guys haven't seen my Redskins ring, which I'm pretty sure you haven't, unless you're, you're like stalking me and stuff, I've got pretty much like a bunch of framed random Redskins and posters and signed helmets and crap all over the place. So I'll get my uh, frame picture of Marcus Cock <laughs> scanned in and up on the site. And it'll go right. Here in the podcast. Uh, cock. Uh. Anyway, dudes, I think we're rambling on, but anyway, everyone out there, go ahead and send us some uh, stuff. What you got on Daryl Green? Your favorite moments with Daryl Green's career, his illustrious twenty-year career. Absolutely, yeah, future Hall of Famer. Um, Hall of Famer, great all-around guy. Wife built the kids. As a as a charity of his own, Daryl Green Foundation. We mentioned that last week. Yep. And I gotta say, the uh, actually yesterday at the middle school that I work at, one of the students came in seventh grade. He had on a Daryl Green jersey. I was very very happy to see that. Classic, and you gave him an A. Sweet. <laughs> and plus for the day. And dude, and when I was out um, eating dinner tonight, I saw like a one year old kid with a Ramones T shirt on. <laughs> Very nice. Not that that has anything to do with it, but anyway. Oh, I was going to yeah. say, what does that have to do with the <laughs> Anyway, dudes, um, I think that about pretty much wraps up this episode. Go ahead and send us an email at uh, www, oh, sorry, redskinsfan <laughs> at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-I hogfootball.com. Get okay. on the website, uh, post, uh, post your comments and such. Uh, had some travel this week, so there haven't been as many posts as we'd like, but uh, catch back up with that this coming week and feel free to get on there. And, um, we did put some on there. Tell us tell us why you're a huge Redskin fan. We love to hear, just like Jonathan Pratt uh, wrote in. Uh, tell us why you're a huge Redskin fan. Um, the Beach Blitz is coming up in June. That's a short time away from now that we're in April. In beautiful, um, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Eight short weeks. Uh Come and hang with us at the Beach Blitz. Send us an email. Maybe we'll find a ticket for you. So, uh, you know, let us know. Also, dudes, the draft is coming up very shortly. That's right. Um, not that it's big news for us, but we can see what, uh, you know, other teams get and what we're going to have to go up against this season. Right on. So. Where the big names go. See who we end up picking up with all of our, like, what do we have, like, 17, 6th and 7th round picks this year? Um, something like that. It seems like it's like fourth through seven. We've got like eight picks this year now. That may be, but you know what, dude? I've always noticed. I mean, if you look around the league, 
a lot of the superstars are like seventh, fourth through seventh round picks. Oh, absolutely. And some of them yeah, sure. they date back to uh, back when they were even more rounds, eighth round, twelfth round, thirteenth round. Absolutely. So, yeah. wait, those are the kind of players. That do, those are the kind of players that do really well on a system like Joe Gibbs. Like Joe Gibbs' system with the Redskins, because you know he can take players that would be a mediocre player or might not even make it in the league and turn them into a a very good football player. That's your that really contributes with the team. He's always been good at that. That's Joe Gibbs' talent. He can he can see that lump of coal and think you know there's a diamond under there. That mm-hmm. yeah, that lump of clay that he can mold. I mean, you, you see it over and over. Yep, dude. That's why he called me up and wants me to come be the uh, official um, headset cable carrier for the Washington Redskins. That's the utility, dude. That's what it's called. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I lost my job once they started using wireless headsets. So anyway. I was about to say, dude, that's good that he called you about that, but I think he's messing with you because he's wireless now. <laughs> Any event, I think we're kind of rambling on. We're going to wrap this episode up. So send us an email, and uh, remember, as John always says, if you see a Cowboys fan, joke them. Joke them. All right, guys. Hail to the Redskins. Peace out. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins.